0: Up and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. hey folks, Old Man Grognard here on a Sunday before Christmas, and I hope you're all doing well and I hope you have a nice holiday planned. I don't know what I'm planning, but it'll be something, got all the kids here already. And we're going to have a good time, I think. You know, I was thinking about numbers. Numbers generated ahead of time. And I thought, you know, I've heard of a process where a game master will take a sheet of paper and just roll numbers and use those during the game, use them for things like to hit rolls or saves or something like that. And you just, okay, I use that one, check it off. And it's like, well, that's nice, but I just didn't see the point if you're going to do that already beforehand. But, you know, the wisdom of the ages, so to speak, kind of makes me think that's a pretty smart idea. I mean, you have a piece of graph paper in front of you, and the Lord knows I use enough graph paper. And there's nothing wrong with rolling numbers and just putting them down on a piece of paper for use later I can see that happening. I've also seen pre-printed grids that you can, I think, download and print them out. Just random numbers people have put down. But I thought, you know, you could probably refine that process a little before game, during prep. Because you never know when you need a number. You don't always want to roll. And... It's interesting to have that. I mean, what I would probably do is something like roll each die or dice separately and roll an array of numbers. And I would classify them in each die type. Like I roll a whole bunch of D6s, a whole bunch of D8s, a whole bunch of D12s, etc. all the way up to 20. Even percentiles, you can do that. And you can use them in various and sundry ways. In fact, I might even recommend players do this if they want. Or, if, you know, if I, either you roll them in front of the game master or you say, here, here's the sheet I roll. What do you think? And what you would do is just check them off as you use them. And sometimes you either check them off or there's certain, there's certain things where you would circle the numbers saying, I used this once already, maybe I can use it again in certain circumstances. It'd be easy for doing a bunch of... It'd be easy for pre-gens. It'd be easy just if you want a monster to make a save, but you don't have enough rolls left. Oh, well, he doesn't make the save. That kind of thing, without having to throw... Because sometimes not throwing dice is a good thing. It keeps the players on their toes. I mean, you know, they say, okay, oh, you open the door, and you start rolling dice. Yeah, that's... That'll get that'll get the heart, pump, the adrenaline pumping in the players, but at the same time, oh, you open the door, and you just look at your sheet and going, hmm. Well, there was a trap there, but it was already sprung long ago, and the poison's all dried out. And just elaborate from there without even having to look at the dice. And it's also great if you don't have your. It's also great if you don't happen to have your dice at the time. Remember the chits that used to come with D&D a long time ago, before they could mass manufacture dice. That could be the same thing. You can, you know, write those down, put them in a hat. I, I wouldn't. I just have a sheet. <laughs> I'm not. The, I'm not that fanatical about it. But having pre-generated numbers can help because you can put them anywhere you want, and I would cross them off as you use them. That doesn't mean you can't come back later or reuse the same sheet. In fact, if you want to, you can lay it out as a grid, say on on an Excel sheet or something, and lay it out as a grid and just type in the numbers there and then save that sheet and print them out as you need them. And if you had, say, five sheets, you did it that way, or one sheet for every die type, you can do it that way too. Because sometimes, like I said, sometimes not rolling the dice is even better. Because they don't know what the... They think you're making it up off the top of your head. If you're not, you've got a piece of paper right there. So, you know, why not? It'd be an interesting variation on just sitting there rolling dice. And especially, especially if you have a horde of monsters or one great big bad that's just a little complicated to run. If you have a horde of monsters, you can just look at the the numbers and go, okay, I need 12 skeletons. Okay, I'll take these this this row, right? Two rows of six. I'll take that or a row of 12. And I'll just use those as the hit points, for the hit points. And it makes it a lot easier. I'm always pre-writing up my monsters beforehand on a graph paper. I've got several pads of graph paper around here that I just take one and I just write the basic uh, skeleton, basic stats, and then however many skeletons I will pre-roll and box it in on the grab paper. So I say, okay, just check them off that way. That's another way to do it, check them off. But if you don't have your dice for some reason or something like that, or you don't have time or stuff like that, take your sheet, take your sheet. Okay, these 12, they'll have these hit points. Boom, put them on there. That doesn't mean you have to cross them off, because you can use those again. Hit points are 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 evergreen. Let me put it that way. Because when I write monsters, if I look through a module or write up something where I think I'm going to have more than, say, ten of them, and there are different places in the dungeon, say there's three zombies over here and five zombies in this room, and then two levels later, there are seven zombies in that room. I'll just write a whole bunch of them up. I'll just, you know, for the for the hit points. Because I'll just, okay, I'll make 20 zombies and varying hit points. And then I just, okay, the first room three, just pick the first three and use those. And then next the next four, use those, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then at the end of the game, or even during the game, you can erase it and just start over again. Because... And you don't have to pick them right in order, too. You can pick any three. If you, oh, these two guys are tougher. Let's use those and it's with this one weaker one. And that's not saying you can't change it during the combat, but that's another story altogether. Anyway, having a sheet of numbers would be very handy in a game. Any game. Any game. Because all, as far as I know, all games use numbers except for those weird diceless things. I don't know. Anyway. But that's my suggestion for that. Numbers always come come in handy, especially the pre-generated kinds. That's not not an excuse for you not to carry your dice with you. If I had a game master who just had a sheet and never had dice, I would be suspicious as a player. <laughs> I was like, you did this beforehand, did not you? Right, right. You're not just you know pulling this. You want us to win, so you let us win, or you want to win, or because you, you you're not you know you're not being arbitrary, right, right. So, yeah, but it's a nice little, it's a nice little fallback. Let me put it that way. Okay. I'm going to start my day. So, I hope you folks have a great, great holiday. And I hope you stay well, stay, stay, stay good. And if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, just drop me a line over at oldmangrognar at gmail.com. And if you want to leave a voicemail at Anchor, that's okay too. And... We're monetized to so as little as 99 cents a month. You can become a patron and support this program. And I would thank you, and I thank you for all the pa- for the patrons I do have. You guys keep the show going. Thank you. And until I see you next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air.